Hello and welcome back to the Behind the Books podcast. My name is Lena. I'm Lily. And today we're going to be doing a bit of a book haul. Yes, quite the collective book haul. Um, these books we purchased or got between Christmas and like October-ish, I'd say, last year. Yeah. 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 So, shall we get started? Okay, so I'll be doing mine in twos, since I have a significantly larger pile than Lena. <laughs> this is true. So, the first two that I will be talking about is... It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I have already read this one, and... By the way, if you want to know more in-depth reviews, because we won't be giving proper reviews, you can check out our Goodreads, which is always linked in our link tree. But anyways, it ends with us. The cover, probably my favorite Colleen Hoover cover that I've seen. I just, it works as well. It works so well if you've read the book. But yes, it ends with us. Then the next book, which I got in my like Christmas stack of books that I got given, is to complete my Falk of the Air collection. And it is How the King of Elfheim Learned to Hate Stories, which, if you don't know, is a novella, sort of, basically about Cardin, who is the King of Elfheim. And these illustrations are so pretty, and I want to print out or like photocopy every single page and stick it on my wall because they are so pretty. It is the main reason why I gave this book five stars. But yeah, those are my first two books. Okay, so to follow up on what Lily was saying, I got the second book in the Folk of the Air trilogy, I guess, but then it's got a novella. Um, so I got The Wicked King by Holly Black in paperback, and the cover is the most stunning thing ever, and I also have The Cruel Prince in paperbacks. So they sit very nicely together because they match. And <laughs> I'm very excited to read this because I read the first one in audio, so I'm very excited to like see the names on the page and be able to follow it a bit more intensely i guess mm-hmm. also folk of the air has the most beautiful covers what the hell right the only thing though i think is that the cover for the first one doesn't match the series that well like the only thing in my opinion that makes it match the other two is the font of the text and obviously like that sort of a placement but i don't know i just feel like because the other ones are kind of more landscapey because it's like ice and water and then it's branches which kind of make it feel yeah more like there's not as much going on because there is so much detail in the other two but the first one is just branches with like a bug on it and a crown but yeah can't really do much about it (laughs) the wicked king though honest to god most one of the most beautiful book covers i've ever seen Mm -hmm. so i'm so glad i own it now and like the gold is like shiny and the like crown stands Mm -hmm. out a little bit it's beautiful okay next one yep my next two are one of the books which I'm currently reading, which is, I think, the only one that I'm reading physically, and that is Iron Widow, um, which I think I think this is honestly my first, because it's a sci-fi novel, and I think it's one of my first ever sci-fi books. And I'm just over halfway, and I love it. I can already predict five out of five stars. can already predict... I sort of started last year, so it was one of my top books of last year, and again, will be this year because I haven't finished it yet, but one of the best books I've ever read. It's amazing. 
you should definitely read it. And then the next book, which I have been waiting so long to get, is Heaven's Official Blessing, which, if you don't know, it's one of the longest books to have ever been written. Altogether, 2,000 pages. And it's originally written in Mandarin or some Chinese um, language. I'm not 100% sure. But it is long, it is like bigger than the Bible. It is possibly 2,000 pages. And they finally officially translated it into English. Because there were always like fan translations, but those weren't like that accurate. So now we have volume one, since they've been split into volumes, of Heaven's Official Blessing. And I can't wait to start it. I kind of started it, but I'm at like page 12, so I'm just going to reread it, like restart it again. But yeah, that is book number four. Alright, so the next book I got quite a while ago, but I haven't touched it at all, so that's why we're still counting it here. And that is Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. And everyone was raving about this book last year. I did get the, in my opinion, uglier cover, though. So I'm kind of sad about that. I think the cover with, like, the houses and the lawns are much prettier. But it's completely not my genre. But apparently, even if it isn't your genre, you get really attached to the characters. And so it still, like, works. And it's still a good book for you. So I've been meaning to get around that. But I feel like I just read paperback. Or, like, in general, books that are physical much slower than I do ebooks. So it's been taking me a while. My next two books are two romance books, which I have already read, but I read those on my iPad, so I wanted them in physical form. And the first one is The Love Hypothesis, which I'm not going to talk about any much longer because you probably know it. And yeah, The Love Hypothesis. And then the next book is Punk 57 by the one, the only Penelope Douglas, who has my heart and eventually i will have every single book that she has ever made on my bookshelves because even if even if sometimes when i think about the books i'm a bit like why did i read that i still enjoyed it so much and i always go back to her books so I'm just very excited to finally have a physical copy of punk 57 the book that started it all <laughs> really <laughs> it really is oh god can we talk about really quickly the book you're reading now by penelope oh okay i'm reading um oh i completely blanked on what it was called i'm reading birthday girl which is a basically i think i'm pretty sure you get this from the synopsis but the main girl character uh, ends up falling in love with her boyfriend's dad. <laughs> and, okay, I know that it's one of Steph Bohr's favorite, like, five-star books, who is a YouTuber, a booktuber, and her recommendations have always been good so far. So, I, and also, it's a Penelope yeah. Douglas book, and their books are always amazing. And so far, I'm like 30% in, maybe? I love it. I love it already. Might be my second favorite Penelope Douglas book because so far it's Punk 57 and then the Devil's Night series. So, yeah. We Moving shall on. see. But 
so far, that romance has been really good. Because the thing is, her boyfriend, who is, who, you know, her boyfriend, isn't the nicest of people. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's not that weird, okay? But we can move on because I can feel the judgment through the screen. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs> okay, so the next one, I mean, Lily can almost explain this better than I did because for my birthday, she got me They Both Die at the End, except she read it and annotated the whole thing for me with all her opinions. And then at the end, she wrote like a long, like, thoughts and review on the whole book and i haven't like read it yet because i want to commit time to it i don't want to like read it on the side so i'll probably read it this summer but i'm so excited and i'm so grateful because i have always and like i told yep. you this while you were planning this gift for me <laughs> like i've always wanted to ask people mm -hmm. for a gift with, like annotate your favorite book and give it to me because i feel like that's the most like yeah. personal thing you can get about a person almost like what book they see themselves in the most. And so the fact that Lily was already secretly planning this gift for me, I mean, <laughs> get yourself a better best friend. What the hell? <laughs> Aww. I was so disappointed though, because I had planned it in my head and I was like, this, like, because I, I, I thought I was being creative, but then I saw a bunch of TikToks afterwards and other people were also being creative. But I was in the middle of annotating this book for her, and she sends me a TikTok of two people annotating each other's books and then sending it as a gift, and I was like, no! Like, oh, we should do this sometime, Lily. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't know what to say, because I was like, oh, I'm already doing it for you, but then that would have ruined it, so yeah. Yeah, very grateful for that gift, very excited to read it, and we'll always keep it. Uh, okay, you're two. My next two books are the two biggest books I think I have ever held in my hands. <laughs> and those are both by the same author. Mariana Zapata woman. <laughs> yeah, Mariana Zapata, who is known for her very long slow burn romances. As in, it's maybe in the last 10% of the book where anything romantic even happens. <laughs> but I have Colty. Which is a like a English football, not soccer. Uh, yes, soccer. Um, romance between the girl who is on a football team and the coach, I believe, in a college setting. So not like they are of age. <laughs> Say I should read that book because I really like romances based in like a sport world. And then you say it's the coach mm -hmm. and the girl, and I was like. Never mind, it's not my dynamic. <laughs> no, but it's like of age. It's like No no no. I maybe. trust like it's all not illegal, but like <laughs> those kind of power dynamics just aren't my thing. Uh but anyway. See, those are my type of thing. Yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> but but speaking of sport romances, I think it's I think the series is by Lauren Asher, I think her name is. And she wrote an F one four book series really? and i want a i want the, the physical books because they are so because they're like discreet romances you know and the covers are so pretty and i really want to try them because f1 romance like hello that sounds so interesting i've been getting into f1 recently because my brother is a huge like f1 fan like he'll watch the whole like when the world cup was going on he watched like the whole race and like i'll be honest I watched the last like 10, 20 laps because that's where the interesting stuff happens. But 
that's so cool. I might have to have those. But I like, I really like the idea of like soccer players. Like I've been wanting to write like a, I don't call it soccer. I call it football, but I've been mm. meaning to write like a football player romance. Anyway, moving on. So the next Marion is a part of book, which is like double the other one, <laughs> is The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. I, I must say, Mariana Zapata has very interesting titles. Like, they're very unique titles. Um, but this one, I believe, is about a famous American football player. And the love interest is his ex-assistant. But she quit because he was always demanding too much and, like, not very nice. And, like, you know, but then he, like, she, like, I think at the beginning of the book, she, like, quit and then he's like asking her to come back because he needs her. So this one, I've I, both Marina's Potter books. I haven't minus your book. I've never annotated a book, but I really want to just like not annotate in the sense that like tabbing because I think tabbing is just very annoying. <laughs> like, like I tried tabbing a book once and it just wasn't working. But I do want to like use a pencil and like underline certain like underline things and like write little notes. Like I want to annotate that way. And I really want to do that with these two because, yeah. yeah. I've heard that the wall of Winnipeg and me, because it's been something I was looking at as well, has like a fake marriage or fake dating trope in there as well. Ooh. And like that shit is so I mean, wild. With, with the size of this book, I can imagine there's a, like 50 tropes in here. <laughs> <laughs> You've got more than enough room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should I? Yes. All right, so the next book that I have is a romance book as well. And queen of romance genre currently is kind of Emily Henry because I read Beach Read and I was stunned. I still, like, that book hit me in so many ways, especially the fact that it was two authors. So it's like, I don't know, but, like, people who like books or write books in books are, like, so much fun to read. <laughs> um but I've heard this is Childhood Best Friends Lovers, which, if you don't know, that's the book that I was, like, I've finished writing, which you'll get an episode on at some point soon, because I've got a lot of thoughts. But I finished writing a Childhood Best Friends to Lovers book, and I feel like the angst in this kind of stuff, Childhood Best Friends to Lover who, like, who've fallen out, is unparalleled. And, like... Mm -hmm. Like, hits me so hard with romance books is, like, angst. Like, I love it when they're happy, but, like, there has to be some kind of suffering before that. So I'm very excited for this book. And also, it's like a road trip. And I, like, love that. So, and Emily Henry. I love that, too. So I'm very excited. Um. Okay, my next books. I have raved about for months at this point. And I finally finally got them for christmas and it is no other than the lore and lust trilogy <laughs> by carla nicole and these books as you know have my heart they are just written so beautifully the way that the world is described the way that sh she describes people and characters in her book it's almost it's not really lyrically but just the words how they're put together is made beautifully and the story of course is great because 
it keeps you hooked the entire way. And it's quite an easy read. You know, it's quite an easy romance to get into. So I finally have them in physical form. And when I tell you these covers are probably the prettiest books that I own, because it's like on the first one, you have Haru, who is the first, one of the first um, love interests in the first two books. Then the second book, you have Nino, who is his partner. And then the third book, which is following a different set of couples. Very happy with this purchase. And I shall stop rambling on about this book because you guys have heard me ramble on about it for ages now. Yes. But I mean, I still need to read it and I will read it, I promise. Good. Okay. So the next book that I got is a book called Ray Bearer. This is mainly as a result of Joel Rochester's recommendation or Fictional Fates, because he said it was one of the best fantasies he'd read um, this, like, last year, I think it was. And the cover is beautiful because it's got this, like, golden leaves. It's, like, all sorts of leaves. And then it's two lions, like, dancing around each other. And it's beautiful. And I'm just really excited. I honestly don't know that much about this book. But the paperback is so beautiful. Like, somebody Google this or, like, like look it up on Goodreads. Ray Bear by Jordan Ifueko. It's so beautiful. Get yourself a copy. Like, even if you're not going to read it, get yourself a copy. <laughs> I'm really excited to read it because it's been a while since I've read like a good fantasy. Mm. So I'm excited. I have one book left. <laughs> I have four. <laughs> um, but my next two books are by Elizabeth Lim, and they are a duology. And it is the The Blood of Stars, I believe is the series name. And that is Spin the Dawn and Unravel the Dusk, which... I believe is about a main character being a tailor and having to sew gowns for important people. And it is a fantasy. And the covers are gorgeous because they're like, you know, okay, my favorite for fantasy books are when it's like an art piece as like an art illustration piece as the cover. Because they always do it so well and it always fits. Like when, because the artists will normally read the book, right? And artists, I just have so much respect for them because they always pull it off. And it's like, how'd you do that? But yes, these books, stunning. And they're also, I don't know if it's just because I've been picking up very big books recently, but they're not the chunkiest of fantasy books. So that's great. We like that. Mm hmm. Okay, so the next book that I have is something that I know that the world has not shut up about since this, like, I don't know if it's since this came out or since this got popular, but I, you have to have heard about this book. And I read it as an ebook like, a year ago or something, like, ages ago, and I really wanted a physical copy. And so I got The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I also got Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's coming in the post soon. And I'm very excited because I love both covers. And I really loved, like, her writing style. And in general, like... Have you read Malibu Rising? I haven't read Malibu Rising. I read Seven Husbands of Ellen Hugo. And I'm going to read Daisy Jones and the Six in audiobook soon. Like, I've got my audiobook. I just need to read it. <laughs> um, I got it in paperback. And I loved the front. But I will say that the back doesn't look very nice because it's, like, a woman standing in the shadow. And it's just a bit too, like, yeah. real, if that makes sense, for... Um, mm -hmm my tastes 
But Seven Husbands of Ellen yeah. Hugo follows like this Hollywood icon, Evelyn Hugo. And she's been like a star since the 50s, an actress. And now she's like, I think, 80. And she's kind of at the end of her life. And she decides to this like call up this random journalist um, and ask her to write her biography. And so she like sits down with this journalist through several interviews and talks about her life. And you see this, but it's also like split up with like like these like little articles written about her then or in the time. And it's split between these interviews and then her like actually living it. And you go through her seven husbands that she's all had. And at the end of the book, you get hit with such like so much emotion. Like you start reading. I remember I started reading and I was halfway. I was at like husband three or <laughs> something like that. And I was like, I don't know why people are so attached to this book. Like it's a good book. It's just not like hitting me very hard. And then I nearly cried at the end. <laughs> like, that's when you know you've read a good book, when it, like, catches you off guard with how attached you are. And yeah. I've heard that the Malibu Rising is within the same universe, or at least within the same atmosphere. I love celebrity, not celebrity culture. I'm not someone who follows celebrities. But, like, the atmosphere of Hollywood, I feel like, leads to some very good, like, stories. I don't know how to explain this, this, like, yeah. public pressure. Is something I've always loved in romances, which I guess isn't very nice to my characters. <laughs> but like red, white, and royal blue and things like that, the way they pull it off, I really like. Yeah. And obviously Taylor Jenkins Reid pulls it off flawlessly. That woman is such a good writer. And you should read it, Lily. I will. Eventually. Good. It's good. on my list. Don't good. worry. <laughs> Those are my last books. I'm done now. So my <laughs> my last two books. Following Elizabeth Lim, she also has a, I believe is a standalone, I hope, because sometimes reading a series is just too much of a commitment, but it is Six Crimson Cranes, and this one is another fantasy novel, and basically Elizabeth Lim has two different versions for each of her book covers like for unravel the dusk and spin the dawn i have the original versions but then for six crimson cranes i have the newly illustrated ones um so it's like the pink one <laughs> if that helps and this one is quite the chunky fantasy because it's also like taller than most books so yeah <laughs> quite a commitment but Oh, and the inside chapters are also, like, every chapter has an illustration on it type of thing. And I love it when books do that because there's just, like, that little bit more effort to make it look pretty. And I appreciate that so much. But then my last book that will be included in this haul is the, is it 10th anniversary? Uh, yeah, 10th anniversary. I think it's the, yeah, 10th anniversary The Song of Achilles hardcover book. I read this last year at some point. I don't remember, but I read because my, li my like school library got this special edition for the school library. And this is the edition that I read it on, but obviously it was a school one, so I wasn't allowed to keep it. We were in a bookstore and it... I, I didn't realize that they sold these, like, not online. 
and I saw it and I was like, I have to buy it because <laughs> it is such a pretty book. And the Song of Achilles is a very good book for many reasons. So, and this is like the only special edition of a book that I own. Like, I don't think I own any other special edition. So I'm very glad that it's a Song of Achilles because it's gorgeous. I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. I also own the, I completely forgot about it. Because it was downstairs because I took it with me in the car today to read. I got it like, um, why did I get it? I don't know. I think I just bought it for myself. Maybe Christmas. Christmas? <laughs> but um, I'm currently in the middle of reading it. And can I just say that if you're really interested in Greek mythology, one thing I did, or not did purposely, but like I read Thetis, the poem by Caroline Duffy, and like analyzed it in English class. And then I read Song of Achilles. And seeing Thetis's character, like, the only reason I knew her was from that poem. And seeing that translate into the book was actually really cool. So I'm kind of glad that I read that poem, even though, mm -hmm. you know, it's English class. <laughs> um, it's so great so far. And I'm kind of scared of the ending because everyone says it's supposed to make you cry. So I've kind of been putting it off, but it's so beautifully written. It does. The character development is so good, but it also gets very slow in the middle and you kind of have to push yourself through because the, like, not because the writing makes it slow or anything, but just what the characters are going through is very slow and it's kind of repetitive. But then you get to like the 80% mark and you can't put it down until you finish. So yeah. Ooh, good luck. Because the last time I read it, I read like 230 pages and it was on a car journey and I haven't picked it up since because like, I don't know. I usually read paper books and car journeys. Like that's why I like reading my paper books. And I haven't been on a like long car journey in a while. <laughs> so yeah, next time I am, I'll like send you a video crying <laughs> and you can enjoy that. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm 100% sending you like a teary voice message. Lily. Achilles. No. I was <laughs> I was about to say what happened. <laughs> you sent me a TikTok. Uh, not a TikTok. You sent me a Pinterest thing that was like someone throwing water over fire or something. And it was like crying over the song of Achilles. And then like listening to listening Achilles, to come, Achilles down. come down. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. facts. No, but yeah. So that is all of the books that we have recently purchased or gotten given, and we hope that you enjoyed this little book haul. As always, all of our social media will be linked down below. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you could write a little review or give us a little reading. That would help us very much, and we look forward to seeing you guys in our next episode. Bye! Bye.